Hey guys, welcome to the Jazz Jitsu Podcast. I am your host, Jazz Ortiz, and today I'm back with my wife, my true love, my one and only, Allison Edcock. Your soon-to-be wife. Soon-to-be wife. Considered wife now, in my mind. <laughs> in my mind, she is Allison Ortiz. So, Allison, do you want to go ahead and start with what we were talking about before we started recording? Yeah, sure. So, what was your question? Do you ever think that people are making fun of you because of the things that you're doing? Like, like what? the podcast and things like that. Like, do you ever think people are going, what is he trying to do? Like, hit it big? Right. In the celebrity world? Right. Hey, I might be. You never I mean, know. sometimes I secretly make fun of you in my mind. Oh, honey, <laughs> you make fun of me to my face. That's, that's true. That's why I think... Um, if anyone was to talk shit to me about it or say any kind of funny remark, I don't think I would take it to heart because you <laughs> clown me on the daily. So, I don't Not in a bad way. I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just, it's funny because you're so serious about it. You're like, uh, so um, tonight, like, you want to get on the podcast? <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, like, we can just sit here and talk and record it. Like, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like, I really, I really approach it from a... Uh, professional you do from such a business standpoint i'm like literally i've seen your butthole like you don't have to <laughs> approach it with such a business standpoint with me yeah i'm like so i'm thinking we do eight o'clock p.m saturday i mean sunday march 28th how does that sound to you right i feel like at some point i'm gonna be sitting across the room from you and i'm gonna get an email from you about it like just to confirm podcast appearance uh sunday march 28th exactly you gotta be professional with some of these mfers because you gotta come correct see because i'm so anal about things like that like i have to ha have it on a schedule yes like, but you're I the latest person i know for everything except your job i mean no there's two things i don't <laughs> show up late to and that is training and my job. Everything else is uh, subjective. It's subjective. <laughs> you're lucky if you'll get me at the wedding on time. If you're not there by four, <laughs> we're done. T tell them about your uh, biggest fear going into this uh, wedding. Is that they open the doors for me to come down the aisle and you're not there? I don't, and I don't know. And I told you this at dinner. I don't know why you would think that. Like that—that's what I was saying. Uh, I told Allison I was literally willing to jump out of an airplane for you to give you an engagement ring. True. Like my commitment is there. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about my track record, okay. that, and that'll set the scene for you. Tell everyone. <clears throat> Dated one guy. Okay. Things were great in my mind. Um, okay. He would leave here. And say, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And then two months would go by before I heard from him again. Um, another guy we had dated for about eight months. And um, I didn't hear from him one night. So I called him. We talked for maybe seven seconds. And I thought, well, this is odd because we usually talk about two hours a night. Um, so I thought that was a little weird. The next night I didn't hear from him again. And so I called him. We talked maybe ten seconds. Um, the third night we, I went where we usually go on the weekends right. and he showed up with another girl. So that's hmm. number two. Number three, I dated a guy, um, and we were actually kind of 
living together mm-hmm. and we got into an argument and I didn't see him for five days and the next time or see or hear from him for five days and then when I did hear from him it was just for him to come and get his things so I, see. <clears throat> I don't have the best um, track record when it comes to uh, the male species really following through so I see you know they there's that <laughs> but see that's that was all in preparation sure that's uh that was in preparation for you know the grand finale, Absolutely. which is moi. Do you mean to br- bust out in the song? I mean, would I be able to stop you regardless? I mean, you know. Yeah, Allison has this tendency of mid sentence, regardless of what I'm saying. It could be the most important thing that I tell her, or it could just be casual talk. She will break out into song and sometimes dance. I mean, it's. It's like living with a show tune character. Yeah, it's like living on Broadway. That's okay. It keeps it fun and entertaining. Exactly. Fun and entertaining is a great way to define our relationship. Yes, most definitely. definitely. Yeah, but back back to your question about um, do I care about what people think when I do this? Um, I can tell by some of your outfit choices that you don't really care what people think, but... I mean, my uniform is whatever <laughs> shirt with joggers and my Birkenstocks. Yeah. And uh, whatever kind of socks that have an anime character or a food or flames, something like that on them. Yeah. 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 So I'm not one to really care, you know, because... Right. I mean, when I do get dressed up, I dress up. You do, and you look damn fine when you do which you look good in your own style anyway i just like to give you grief about it because it's funny that's the way i show my love is by clowning you all the time exactly so see haters that's why you're not going to get anywhere because i get clowned on the daily by people that love me exactly like this is what the person that's going to marry me says to me do you think your words are going to hurt me (laughs) (laughs) i get made fun of on the daily it's really just like being in training all day, every day when you're with me. Exactly. I go to training. I get physically abused. I come <laughs> home. I get emotionally abused. <laughs> Sorry about that. Exactly. Exactly. But no, I mean, you you know my goals and aspirations. Anything I do, I aspire to be the best at. There's, there's not a lot of uh, baskets that I'll put my eggs in. But the baskets I do put my eggs in, I, put, I go in all the way. Yes, you do. I go all the way in. You are all in all the time if it's something that you're passionate about. But I think that's kind of a, it, it can be a positive and both a negative. Oh, I agree. Because I know that about myself when it comes to drinking also. Like, I'm not one of those that I'm just going to casually drink. Like, right. I'm not going to be one of those that could come home every day and have like a beer. Right. Like I've told you many times, you'll maybe see me drunk. Three or four times a year. Yeah, you definitely drink with purpose. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I'm drinking, I'm drinking, like, let's yeah. go. You want to rage. Let's go. But I hardly ever do it. Right. You're not just going to catch me, you know, drinking on the weekends just willy-nilly. Exactly. Like, right now, I feel like shit because I ate, like, crap yesterday, and I had one drink. Now, granted, it was a tall drink, but <laughs> I had one drink. I uh, I finally learned how to make uh, a Moscow Mule, and so I decided to drink one yesterday, and today I feel like shit. Well, it was the biggest, strongest Moscow Mule I'd ever seen, so, so you really only needed one. Exactly, exactly. But, no, I mean, it, that's the thing. I hardly ever 
I hardly ever drink, but when I do. That's all right. I drink enough on Fridays to make up for what you don't drink. Exactly. We were talking about that at work. Like, we were talking about does working in the school system make you an alcoholic? Right. And Verdict. we were like, well, no, because, like, I don't drink every day. Like, I don't come home and, and have a glass of wine or have a beer or a mixed drink or anything like that. But, like, on Fridays, we all go home and drink enough on Fridays to make up for having one a day. Right. You know, so I, we're like binge drinkers. There but you just, go. But just one day, like, Saturday, like yesterday, I didn't drink anything. Right. We hung out with Amber Ben all day, all night. I didn't have anything to drink. Never wanted anything to drink. Like, right. I was content. Today, nothing. But Fridays, you know, that's like, whew, the work week's over. Like, let's have a drink. And then one drink turns into five drinks. And before exactly. you know it, it's time to go home and get in bed immediately. But th- that's how you blow off steam. <laughs> that's definitely how my group of friends blow off steam. Which yeah. I enjoy. <laughs> well, we need to talk about something that we need to get to the bottom of. Why have the past two weekends, every time we've drunk, or drank, whatever, you've gone to bed. <laughs> well, number one. Like, it'll be 7.30 at <laughs> night, and she'll be like, okay, I'm going to just go take a nap. I'm going to go sneak. I'm going to go sneak in the bedroom. And I'm going to take a nap. Don't tell anybody. Well, number one, it's because on Fridays, I've been up since 5.15. Well, since Monday. Yeah. I mean, every day you're up at 5.30. Exactly. So, you know, I've been drinking the water bombs because they're low calorie. For those of you that don't know what a water bomb is, it's vodka and water with a little flavor mix-in pack. What flavor? Um, what I is like your favorite? Grape, I, or as you call it, that purple drink. That purple drink. I like grape. Um, and so the water bombs hit a little hard, if you know what I'm saying. A little hard. And so, you know, when I get a buzz, I get sleepy. So then I just need a little nap just to be able to push through and, and get to the next big thing of the evening. I see. Because you'd be trying to nap all the time. Yeah, I just need a little nap. Just a little nappage, and then I'm good. Yeah. The problem is, is I'm scared it's going to turn into we wake up the next day. And oh, it will for sure. When I say nap, I mean about an eight-hour nap. There you go. Eight-hour yeah. nap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I know the solution to get you up. And that is? I just put my finger in your butt. Ugh, gross. Because you hate that. I just come in, boop. Yeah. Boop. This is um outside of the clothes. Just yeah. for one. Oh, yeah. Just so you know. Outside of the clothes. <laughs> yeah. No there's penetration. No, there's no butt play. <laughs> no. No butt play. No butt play whatsoever. But, yeah. We've got a lot to cover. All right. Where a do you want to start? A lot of big events this weekend. Okay. Let's talk about them. I don't know. I don't know where to start. I don't know Would if I like want to. Would you like to start with the signs that Amber and I are making for the wedding? Talk about the signs. Um, Let's start with that. So, Amber has been a godsend with helping me make uh, the vision for our wedding really just come through. Um, I've got lots of signs that we've made, table numbers. Um, Last night we made our welcome sign that in my perfect world, if the weather's perfect, it will sit outside where we're getting married. Um, So we printed all the, the letters out on her machine. And then put them on this huge piece of plexiglass vinyl. But you have to get everything lined up and measured so that it's centered and not crooked. And uh, it takes a, a damn mathematician to get that figured out, apparently. Right. Um, but literally by the time we got it finished, Amber and I were both dripping with sweat out of just nervousness. Because once you get it on there, like, it's on there to stay. Like, you have to commit to the stick mm-hmm. or you're going to mess the letters up. 
And then that's when you get the bubbles. Yes, that's when you get like the bubbles that. and the letters, or you have to take it all the way off and start over, print them out, weed them out, all that bunch of stuff. So, um, but it looks amazing. All the signs that she's made look amazing. We've gotten all the vinyl on all the signs. Um, and so this weekend, uh, I whenever it's never raining again, I'm going to go back and paint them. And then they'll be, they'll be finished and ready to go. Yeah. And what are, uh, just so they know, what's the colors? Um, multiple shades of pink. Multiple shades of pink. Yeah. Let's see soft, if I can. Soft let's, pink. Let's see if I can name them all. Okay. I know ballet. Mm-hmm. Quartz. Uh-huh. Petal. Yes. Chianti. Chianti, yes. That's Does, it. Is, is that it? Is that's that the it. four? That's four shades. <gasps> Look at me. Yep. Yeah. Good job. You really been know. listening. I don't know if it's as much listening or as much as it is repetitive. <laughs> like, I've heard it so many times. Probably. Like at this point, I've got it memorized. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. So, we got the signs made. And. Yes, the last big thing we'll have to make is the seating chart. And that's going to be super tedious. And I'm probably, we're going to have to drink while we make it. Like, I yeah. just feel it. After making just the welcome sign yesterday, it's. The, because the seating chart, the letters are going to be extremely small. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be difficult, but it's going to be trial and error. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I I, uh, I wasn't listening when y'all were uh, talking about it, but uh, what are what are y'all plan What are y'all's plan for the seating chart? We don't know really. We don't know if we're, we're going to print out the letters on vinyl and do them like a, a sticker, like we did the welcome sign. Or if we're going to print them out on regular paper and trace them on the other side of the plexiglass. Again, I have a whole vision. It's just about getting this vision to transfer to real life. Right. So. You got to look at the two and compare them. Yeah. I'll keep you posted on what we decide. Please do. And other news. Um, so, we have fish and we have snails. And I was just looking out of the corner of my eye. Can you see how big our snail is getting? Yes. So I know the viewers can't see it, but we have, we used to have two fish, and now we have three. And what were their names? Um, I can't remember. Oh my god! I just know Gary. Conway and Loretta were uh, our fish, Con- and Gary the snail. Exactly. We started off with two fish and a snail. And then Conway committed, you know, he jumped out of the tank, and we didn't know for about a week. I know. Poor thing. He did the uh, leap of faith, and didn't <laughs> he, work out for him. He did. But um, now we have two snails and three fish. We decided to get another snail because our snail Gary has grown so big and he's so fast. He's the fastest snail alive. We've we've got it written down in the Guinness Book of World Records. We're we've waiting some for someone trials. to take his title. Yeah, we've done some time trials. We're thinking about entering him into some contests. We think he can beat a rabbit and a tortoise. Absolutely. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna break records with Gary, but um. I was just looking at him out of the corner of my eye, and he was next to, uh, what did we name the other one? Barry. Barry. Gary and Barry. And he was just next to Barry. Well, my sister, when she kept him, when we were going for Vegas, she had told me that uh, Gary had tried to eat Barry. (gasps) And I don't know how it works. Like, do snails eat each other? I looked it up, and apparently they can. But I don't know if that's the case, because they were just next to each other, and they didn't eat each other, so... Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I think they're getting along quite well. I think Barry just g- did something to Gary because he rolled out real quick on him. Right. And Gary's pretty big. Yeah. Gary is as big as a golf ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say. 
Barry is Barry little. Is, yeah, about the size, a little bit bigger than a blueberry. Yeah. He's tiny, but he's, but he's, he's fierce. Yeah. Yeah, he's fierce. He's got a big heart. Exactly. Little shell, big heart. Exactly. Exactly. But um, what else happened this weekend? Um, There's a big UFC fight on. Big UFC fight. Yeah. I felt extreme pain in my face after the Stipe fight. I know. So terrible. It was because I do love Stipe. I know. I do too. That's why I felt so bad for him. He's just like, you know, he's like us. He's an everyday man. Yeah. He's yeah. uh, he's one he's one of the, I don't even want to say, he's not ordinary, but he's a, he's a blue collared guy yeah, exactly. out there. He's a fireman. Yeah. Like he's a fireman. Out there whooping people's ass, like, it's just... And you know how I feel about public servants. Right. I mean, that's why I love Stipe. Right. And it was just, like, going into that uh, Francis fight, I uh, I was not... It didn't look good for Stipe. Well, no. I mean, if you watch the Alistair fight, anybody that fights Francis, it doesn't really look good for them. No. The outcome is not good. So, I was, um, I was just sad to see it happen, I think. I know, and um, I had watched uh, Francis's interview on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, and um, that's the thing, too, that I hated going into this fight, was that I became invested in Francis. At first, you know, all I knew about Francis was that he knocked uh, motherfuckers out and just flatlined people. That's all I knew about him. He was just a heavy hitter, and that was it. But then I got to know his story about how he uh, immigrated from... uh, Cameroon and how he got uh, sent. And so what they do when you try and cross is they don't just send you back. They toss you into the desert and basically say, you know, find your way back, but you're not staying here. I think oh. it was in, he had to go through Morocco and Morocco is where they do that. They'll just toss you out into the desert. And I think he had to do that like six or seven times. To and finally Cameroon get does that? No, no, no. Morocco. Because when he left uh, Cameroon, he had to go through Morocco, and they're very strict there about uh, their immigration because certain certain places are um, they could be allies with another country, and I think uh, that country in particular wasn't wasn't wow. allies with uh, his country. And That's crazy, they they sent him back six or seven times, and he talked about how he had to uh, uh, live in the forest uh, for a little bit. Uh, while he was waiting to cross back and uh, how crazy it was. And then not only uh, not, o- not only did he cross over, but once he get, finally got to uh, Europe, he had to uh, be homeless for a little while. Wow. So then after that, even after all everything he went through, then he final- finally found a gym and started training. And uh, the funny thing is, is he didn't want to do... Uh, MMA to begin with, he wanted to do boxing, hmm. which I mean, for obvious reasons. I mean, well, I guess when a country hits. drops you into a desert and says, "Figure it out," you learn to fight, right? <laughs> and and that's the thing too. He um, he immediately just dove into sparring and all that, and just began training. I think they said he started at like twenty five, wow, and then um, eventually made his way into the UFC. And now look at him. I mean, it's a great story. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That's underdog a, story. That's what I hate so much about it is that when I was watching that fight, it was hard to pull for either guy. Right. Well, I didn't want Stipe to lose. 
I don't want Stipe to get knocked out like he did. No, and I when he fell, I mean, his leg was tucked up under him. Oh, I, I was like, goodness. oh Jesus! But I didn't want Stipe to lose. But I also, I want John Jones to have to fight France. Exactly. Exactly. You know, Good luck, I am John a John Jones. Jones hater. For anybody listening, I own it. I claim it. I'm a John Jones hater. Exactly. I think I'm about as passionate about hating John Jones as I am about loving any other fighter. <laughs> like, I, I can't even, I, I don't even know who my favorite fighter is right now. Yeah. You know, I have several. So, yeah. but It just depends on the weight class, I guess. Right. But, like, I'm passionate about Hank John Jones because Definitely. I used to like John Jones. Back in the day when he wasn't, well, we never know. We'll never know the truth. Exactly. We'll never know whether he was juicing or not. But, um, well, history doesn't lie and it always repeats itself. So, I'm going to go with he's always been juicing. Yeah. Which, I mean, that was the thing. I liked him back when he wasn't getting in so much damn trouble and he was like he, he was good, but he just he wasn't getting in all that trouble, and he wasn't popping for stuff and the cocaine and hitting some pregnant woman and not a real humble guy. He, oh, and definitely not a humble guy. Which I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Which that doesn't bother you. You like when when fighters aren't humble. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like uh, that's why you love Conor McGregor. Exactly. Like you hate that kind of stuff. I you do. despise it. I, I like the nice guys. See, but I don't mind it because it, it hypes up a fight, you know. It makes sure. it more, it definitely makes it more interesting. Oh, definitely. Anyone who says it doesn't, I mean, come on yeah. now. I just like the nice guys. Exactly. But yeah. Did you, um, we can come, no, we'll, we'll go ahead and finish this one and then I okay. want to ask you another UFC question. Okay. So, but now, the girl fight was good. Very good. Yeah. Very, very good. That let's new finish, girl. let's finish this up real quick. So, oh, sorry, I, I was done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know if you saw, but uh, John Jones actually tweeted out in the press conference as uh, Francis was doing uh, his interviews. He said, uh, show me the money. Oh, please. Which I find kind of kind of funny because, let's be honest, uh, John Jones is not a pay-per-view seller. Well, if we're being honest. Cocaine's a hell of a drug and an expensive one at that, so he needs so, the money. Right? Right? Well, see, that's the thing. Um He's not much of a pay-per-view seller. You can say yes, he's he's generated a lot of money in his uh in his DC fights, but then again, it takes two to tango. DC was also a great shit talker too. Well, John Jones has lost a lot of his fan base at right. this point. You know, after you pop one time, maybe you've lost ten percent of your fan base. But when but you then twice and then three times, like you continue to let your fans down. Nobody wants to. To continue giving their money to watch you, and it's a thing. It's one thing to uh, just pop for steroids or whatever he was on, but it's another when you're getting in trouble for several things. For being Not a shitbag, right? Sorry. Not only is he popping for illegal things, but he's also getting in trouble outside of the UFC. Like, like it, you give everyone every reason to hate you, right? And maybe that's the role he's playing. You know, maybe I'm because lo- you right. know I'm looking at it from an emotional standpoint, right. a girl standpoint. You know, maybe that's just the role he's choosing to play. Maybe he likes being the bad boy of UFC. I don't know. Well, see, that's the thing is like he's done he's done it for so long now that like you don't need to do that. Your skill your skills can speak for itself. Yeah, 
you know, you you are that good. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's like, oh, why? I would have much. I would much rather see you keep fighting than to keep getting suspended for right. this problem and this problem. Yeah. You know, it's it it just gets ridiculous, and to to say that this guy's uh, uh for for John Jones to ask for for a lot of money would be ridiculous because. Yeah. You know, like someone like Francis, he doesn't talk a lot of shit, but he lets his skills back it up. Right. That's the thing. Like, I feel like if anything, uh, Francis is the A-side any way you look at it. He sells more pay-per-views. He is, uh, in my opinion, I think, just as skilled and has uh, more knockout power than John Jones. Yeah, he's just, John Jones just trying to stay relevant. That's all that is. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's the thing. We'll see. uh, When... uh, Dana had uh, was talking about it. It seemed like Ugh, someone else you love. Ugh. But um, when Dana was talking about um, that fight, he made it sound like John Jones didn't want to accept the fight. Mm. He was saying, you know, John Jones knows where to find me. You know, sign the contract. You know, sign the contract. You know, we're going to give... I assume they're probably uh, fighting right now over what... Who, how much are you going to pay me? You know. Maybe. I don't know. Which, I mean, if you look at it objectively, how much is John Jones worth without that rivalry with DC? Not much. How many people are tuning in to his other... Like, I couldn't yeah. tell you, besides uh, the Dominic Reyes fight, I couldn't tell you his recent fights. Because I didn't watch them. Right. I didn't want to. Yeah, because no one cared. Unless there was that rivalry between him and DC, I didn't really care. Right. That's why I think uh, this fight would be really good. I agree. Because now he's got someone who's going to challenge him. I think Francis I think is going to be so. hard to beat. I do too. And and I know, you know, John Jones is supposedly the best. I mean, his record speaks for itself. I mean, you yeah. can't deny that. But Francis is just on a, another level when it, as far as power to uh, me. And now watching this uh, fight with Stipe, you can tell his patience and his, and his skills match that power now. Yeah. Like, if you could see how patient he was, he didn't come out and just bulldoze him. Right. Like he took his time. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Definitely. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'm looking forward I'll to it. stream it. Yeah, I mean, we'll stream <laughs> I mean, it. I'm not going to buy it, but I'll stream it. <laughs> exactly. You can't support Dana White. I mean, no, never. We won't watch it, but we'll be streaming. Right? I mean. Exactly. You got to do what you got to do. Just kidding. We would never do such a thing. Yeah, definitely not. Especially if the FBI is looking. We would totally buy it yeah. and give our money. Well, to that's what we've paper. been doing, right? Obviously. Yeah, obviously, that's what we've been doing. But yeah, I'm very excited for that fight. Uh, God, I hope it happens. But they're talking about maybe doing the Derek Lewis Francis rematch. Okay. I like Derek Lewis. I think I'd he's love a to funny see that guy. fight, too. Did you see his past fight where he uppercutted the guy? Oh, yeah. Knocked him. You said uppercutted. What is that not right? Uppercut. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uppercutted. Uppercut. Whatever. English is your second well, language. Well, yeah, I'm ESL, so don't pick on me. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, let's move on and talk about the girl fight. Okay. Why? Oh, uh, that was good. It was a good fight, yeah, wasn't it? Was it was good. It was very good. I like that that girl. Yeah, Miranda Maverick. Yeah. Shout out to her. She um. She is. She's got a set of shoulders on her. That's for sure. Right. Oh I my. mean, I thought, damn, what's her arm regimen? What's her workout right? routine? I bet she's doing shrugs. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think she's uh, she's had a Norfolk. I think that's what they said. Um, 
but I've seen her uh, compete on the uh, local jiu-jitsu scene, and she is a killer. She did good. I was impressed. I was very impressed because um, her last fight, I can't remember who she fought, but um, she's only had one other fight in the UFC. Yeah. And the way she was fighting out there, I mean, she looked like a top five contender. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I don't I know. Mean, she ate a couple of punches that would have sent me to Wilkerson Funeral Home immediately. Right. Um, I don't know who they're going to give her next, but I feel bad for that girl. Yeah. I don't know. Valentina, I, is that what you said? No, I think we'll give her next. Oh my you goodness. never know. It's two fights they, in the UFC. They need to do something to spice things up. Right. I mean, two fights in the UFC and you're going to toss Valentina. I don't know about that. I'd give her a few more uh, fights under her belt and then and then see where she goes. But It's just not a lot of girls out there for her to choose from at this point. I know. That's the thing, too. That's what... Um, I mean, she's going to get some good fights quick because there's just there's not a, a pool of girls. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know who's... Um, Besides Valentina, who's another big name in the 125 division? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Or is Valentina 135? I don't know. I'm trying to think about that. No, no, no. Because uh, Amanda Nunes is 135 and 145. What about like Carla and um, Watterson, all them? Let me look up the rankings real quick and I'll tell you. I don't know what uh, what weight class those are. Let's see. This would be a good time to do um, a sponsor. Right. Oh, that's right. We don't have one. Sponsors. Hit us up. Exactly. Allison, who do you want to sponsor us? Um, I would like it if um, Ulta would sponsor us <laughs> so I could get some <laughs> discounts on makeup and skincare um, and hair products. You know, <laughs> that's, uh, that's more my routine. Or I would like to be sponsored by... Um, Ford, so I could get a new F-250. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Ford and Ulta. Right. Or um, so I could get a new Bronco. Oh, my goodness. That'd be nice. Would yeah. you get the OJ one? Could you reach out to the... No, I wouldn't get that one. <laughs> and I, re- I don't want a new one. I want an old one. Like yeah. an old Bronco that's been fixed up. Yeah. That's more my speed. Yeah, that's been chased down in the highway. No, older than that. So, it looks here like number one is Jessica Jessica Andrade. I think she was the one that, oh goodness, yeah, she is actually fighting Valentina soon. Mm. She was the one that powerbombed uh, Rose yeah. on her head. Yeah. Goodness gracious. She's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, her, I'm trying to think of other people that stick out. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. See what Dana comes up with. You know, the mastermind behind it all, of course. Right. I hope they don't toss, uh, I hope they just don't toss her in too quick. You know, you got to let them develop. That's what I hate what they've done with um, a lot of new prospects in the UFC is they've, uh, they've tossed them into the fire too quick. Yeah. Like a perfect example would be Brian Ortega. Oh. Don't you dare. You know, that's my man. You know, I love Brian Ortega, but let's be honest. He was not ready for that Max Holloway fight. And now he's got his haircut. Oh, my God. So, Brian, Orte- Brian Ortega's one to to um, look out for. He um, he was supposed to fight Volkanovski. Um, I can't remember what, when, but it got canceled because um, Volkanovski tested positive for COVID. Oh, Can you wow. believe that? I can at this point in life. I, I think everybody tests positive for COVID. 
Everything's just got to be ruined, doesn't it? Exactly. That's what I was going to tell you the other day was that fight was canceled. I see. Unfortunately. Nice. Of course it was. Did you say who's fighting next weekend? Who's that? Bracktona. Is he? Yeah. Which one was he? I He's the remember. one with the, the glasses. He looked like a Superman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's next I didn't know that. Who yeah. um who's uh the main event in that card? Do I you know? I have no clue. Let's see. I don't know. Let's see real quick. I just always liked him. Him and uh oh, the redneck guy that was on the Oh, with uh him. Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell. He's yeah. killing it. He is. He's I, beat I, a lot I of people. I kept wanting to call him Bryson. I was like, I know that's not his name. Um yeah, he's and he's good. He's very good. He's he's just like a good. He's like Stepe. He's just a normal guy, right? You know, a nor- that just happens to be a really good fighter. Yeah. <clears throat> Next fight is Darren Till versus Marvin Vittori. Mm. That's the one. That's the card he's on. I see. That's gonna be a good fight. They're saying uh, if Till wins that fight, he might fight uh, Israel. Oh wow! Yeah, I think that'd be a good fight. Yeah, it'd be a very entertaining one. I'd love to see the trash talk back and forth. Oh, you love that. I don't. I like it when everybody gets along. I know. I ain't trying to do all that. Come on now. It adds another element to it. It adds the drama to it. I love that element. I guess. Hence why I love Gordon Ryan so much. Oh, yeah. We need to talk about that. Okay. Gordon Ryan. So, Friday night, it was a big jiu-jitsu card. Um, a lot of heavy hitters on that card. Um, but the... Gordon Ryan match was by far the most entertaining because he said exact he did exactly what he said he was going to do. He came out. It was a I want to say it was a thirty minute match, uh, submission only, and he came out. He said he was going to beat the guy up until he either gave up or when he decided he was he was ready to finish him. He was going to tire him out, make him suffer. And then he was going to submit him. And something else that he did that I thought was so badass, he uh, got a piece of paper, he wrote down how he was going to finish him, and then sealed it up, and then gave it to the promoter and was like, you know, open this after after I'm done. And uh, the, match, wow. the match went on for 19 minutes, and then he got uh, Wagner in a uh, triangle. And then he walks over. He walks over to the camera and's like, "Oh, you know, open it up." And he had drawn a triangle and said, "Who's next?" Wow, such a humble guy. Ain't that the most badass oh shit? Oh my gosh. Maybe for you, because you he's like so that badass. Stuff. He's interesting because it, it's like it, right now he is the Conor McGregor of jujitsu. I mean, he yeah. is changing the game. Yeah. It is insane what he is doing. He recently signed a deal with uh, One Fighting Championship. Mm. They're an organization in Asia. And what he agreed to do was um, do a few grappling matches, and he's also going to do MMA. Oh, wow. So So you think he's going to the UFC at some point? Maybe. He did say his goal is to to dominate in MMA, so we'll see. What would be his weight class? I want to say he'd be heavyweight. Like? Francis heavyweight? Maybe. Wow. I don't know if he'll do... Uh, see, because he came into this uh, past fight to... I think it was 211. 
So he would probably fight uh, light heavyweight then. Has he done any any type of MMA competition? He's uh, no, he hasn't done any fights or anything. But um, I know he's done MMA training. I know he's It'll been be interesting MMA. to see how he adapts to that world because, you know, he dominates jujitsu. Right. You know, everything is very um, comes very easy to him in jujitsu. But I mean, it's hard to, in my opinion, it would be hard to hit those when you have, you know, some fists swinging at your face exactly. every second. I know. You know, it's go, it's going to be a learning curve for him. Yeah, it's going to so be. So he's going to have to. Well, maybe I don't know. I'm not a fighter. I was going to say, you know, he's going to have to humble himself and learn and listen from people that have done it. But maybe not. Maybe he's just going to go in there and beat the shit out of everybody and be the new champion. I don't know. Well, see, the thing is, why I never doubt um, Gordon Ryan is because he has a great team behind him. He's got John Danaher, which, by the way, John Danaher was uh, GSP's jiu-jitsu coach. And who is GSP? One of the greatest of all yeah. time, if not the greatest of all right. time. So it's not like he's, you know, just working out in the backyard. Like right. he's got a legit team behind him. So right. it, it it it's hard for me to doubt Gordon when he's got his mind set on anything. Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at what he's done in jiu-jitsu. Actually, John doesn't even want him to go to MMA because he says, you know, what he's doing with jiu-jitsu, like he's, he's pushing it to the level where it's going to become – you know, mainstream. Gotcha. Yeah. And I feel the same way. I would love for him to just stick around in jiu-jitsu and just beat the shit out of everyone because that's just going to make it even more popular and even more popular when he's uh, out there talking but shit from his and beating people. From his perspective, I mean, what else is there for him to do? Exactly. And he's I mean, said he's that. He's beat everybody multiple times. And the thing is, too, like, the people that would pose a challenge to him won't fight him because yeah. they're, they're scared he's going to beat them. Yeah. And probably would. And the thing is, like, when when he beats you, like, it's not like uh, the lead up to, like, fighting Gordon Ryan. Like, he's going to talk so much shit, and he's going to, like, embarrass you. So, yeah. it's like, who would want to put up with that? Right. Like, you know? I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But it's crazy. I mean. We'll see what happens, I guess. We'll see what happens. Um, What were other fights on that card that I wanted to talk about? Don't you be messing with my state. I had to pull it down. It kept getting further away from me. Yeah. At least you're not like Scott, who talks away from the mic. Well, I'm trying to talk into it, but I felt like I was chasing it. Mm. Yeah, let's see here. We can talk about something other than jiu-jitsu and MMA if you'd like. I mean, this is the Jazz Jitsu podcast. I know, but you know. People might want to talk about other things. They <laughs> might want to hear us talk about other things. Don't talk about other things. All right. Um, what do you want to talk about? Whatever. Oh, my gosh. Don't <laughs> you do that. Allison, I, I had to get on Allison because she she had said, I think I did find that last podcast. I was like, well, it, you were acting as if I was interrogating you. You were giving me like one word answers and going like, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, anything you would like to talk about? And you're like, I mean, we can talk about whatever. I mean, I'm, it's like I told you earlier, I'm a counter striker. I'm a counter talker. If you give me a subject, I can talk about it. But I can't just come up with a subject out of thin air. I talk to you every day. So it's like, am I supposed to just repeat conversations that we've had? I don't know. Well, they haven't heard I'm them. not doing this podcast thing for a living. Now, hey, if we could do call-ins for some counseling... I could do it. That's my thing. Anybody need any relationship advice? Feel free to call in. (laughs) 1-800-ALLISON-AFTER-DARK. 1-800-ALLISON-AFTER-DARK. Exactly. You want to talk about 
um, inappropriate things or get a little relationship advice, just let me know. Let me know. Hit me up. I'm Hit down. my line. Hit my line. All right, we're going to talk about two more fights. And while I'm talking these, about these two fights I'll to the audience, you will take a nap and you will think about what you want to talk about next. Okay. There were two other fights that, no, three other fights actually. So make that three Super. fights. The Mikey Musumeci fight was very interesting because Mikey is known as one of the most elite grapplers in the gi. He is one of the best Americans in the gi. I think he's won... I think I want to say, how many times? I think four, no, maybe more than that. Four or six times in the gi at his weight class. And um, he is a killer. I mean, he he has uh, set so many records in the gi. And for him to come over to uh, the no-gi game, it was it was very interesting because I didn't know what to expect. You know, his... Um, his game in uh, the gi is typically barambolos, and um, he'll he'll do um, IBJJF legal uh, leg locks at the time. Now they're now anything goes as far as leg locks, uh, no gi. But um, um, Mikey was a was a very interesting match because I didn't know what to expect. But he ended up finishing the match by uh, triangle. Of course, my favorite submission. I love it. But I think he's going to be a big problem for anyone that wants to face him. He's going to be a very big problem. He's, um, you wouldn't expect him to be as strong as he is, but he's so strong. Like when he had, um, his opponent, uh, wrapped up inside control, it was like he was like carrying a baby. Like he had him held so tight and like you could tell he, that guy on bottom did not know what to do. You could tell he was struggling. So when he uh when he threw up that triangle it was very beautiful and um you know you're good when Joe Rogan's Joe Rogan is in the audience and he's amazed with what you're doing. So Mikey, I'm looking forward to everything you're gonna do. Noki and I think I think you're gonna kill it. I look forward to it. Another great fight was um the Oliver Taza and Johnny Tama fight. I was so excited to see this one. And I loved how Oliver came out. He was very aggressive, and he looked good both top and bottom. I didn't, I didn't see much from Tama. I know he was, um, he wasn't happy with the decision. But besides um, positional control, I didn't see any th- any threats from him uh, at any point during the fight. You know, it, early in the fight, um, Oliver got a tight inside heel hook on uh, Johnny, and um, I really don't—I I don't know how he got out of it, but it was super tight. But Oliver's looking good. He—he um, he said he wants to fight uh, Hanato Canuto next, which I think that would be a good fight. I'd love to see that. Hanato is very exciting. He's—he's uh, the one you'll see out there doing backflips, passing people's guard, just jumping around people's guard it's he's he's crazy i mean his movement is insane so i look forward to that fight i hope they can make that happen and um it'll be very exciting the uh next fight i want to talk about is the uh nikki rod versus yuri samoys that was another good fight i uh I honestly i'm a big i'm a big nick rodriguez fan i uh i love everything he does um especially taking challenges like uh, Yuri, a uh, multiple-time ADCC champion. 
I love that he um he'll just take on anybody, especially people who um who uh, have him on experience. I mean, uh, I don't know how. I think Nicky Rod's been training like maybe I think he said like at the like now it's been maybe maybe five six years maybe, but um and he's facing this kind of uh elite competitors who have uh trained longer than probably he's been alive so the fact that he's taken out guys like Yuri is ridiculous he um he was able to shut shut him down with his body lock passing and um I honestly thought they were going to wrestle more but um Yuri kept pulling guard so it didn't it didn't seem like it was going to be um any any uh wrestling from then on because it was just um Nicky Rogers imposing his will on Yuri with the body lock pass, and I, uh, I'm gonna go back and watch that match again because there was a lot of little details in there, and uh, I think it'd be, uh, I think it'd be great to study just um, his style. I really like uh, Nick's style. I think um, the, uh, and I don't know how true this is, Allison, but how about Craig Jones, one of Gordon's training partners? is apparently going to face Gabby Garcia. Do you remember who that is? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, the girl that looks similar to Cyborg? Yeah. 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 Apparently, he's going to face her in a grappling match. Oh, okay. I don't know when. I think I don't think it was today. But um, they said it was going to be this weekend, but I haven't seen anything on it. But apparently, they're going to do a grappling match. And um, I wish... Much luck to him because good luck handling that. <laughs> right. I wish anyone luck that. Yeah, she's a uh, quite beastly. Yeah. In a good way. Uh, yeah, I mean, she she um, <clears throat> go figure. She actually lost her last match to um, I can't remember the girl's name, but she actually got beat. So. Wow. <clears throat> Before then, I think she was on like a, a crazy streak of beating people. She's undefeated in MMA. I didn't know if you knew she did MMA too. I didn't. But yeah. But yeah, that's so, the jujitsu section of the Jazz Jitsu podcast. Because you know we got to throw in some jujitsu in there. I mean, it is in the title. Hey, I think you've talked about jujitsu for the last forty minutes, so it's all good. It's in there. You got it's it. Have you seen the story about that little boy that saved his sister from getting attacked by the German Shepherd, and the dog ended up attacking him? No, and he had happened? to get ninety stitches all over his body. Oh my goodness! Um, but he said, if anyone has to die, it's me because I'm the big brother. And I thought that was so sweet. Oh, my goodness. So the World Boxing Council uh-huh. gave him um, like a belt, like a champion's belt. Uh-huh. And so, and for that day, he will always be known as the World Boxing Council's champion for that day. Ain't that sweet. I thought that was really sweet. That's very cool. I don't know why I was thinking about that. That's That's so cool, though. I mean, I can't. I can't say I would have been as brave as that as no, that kid because do you know how I feel about big dogs? <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah. do. Oh, um, speaking of big dogs, our neighbors just got a pit bull. <laughs> um, that's been real super. Shout first out day to our neighbors. Yeah, shout out Crystal and Marcus. Um, first, <laughs> I don't know day. if we had to say their names. We well, might bleep that out. <laughs> I don't think they listen. Okay. Um, first day they got it. He doesn't stay on a leash, or he runs around just with his leash attached to his collar, but no one attached to the leash. He came and stole uh, Jazz's shoes off the porch. 
um, and was running through his yard with them. So we had to figure out how to get those back. So I thought I was gonna have to have to spray them with the the freaking the water hose. The water hose, and I, all I was thinking was, I don't want to run because he's gonna chase after me. Right. So I want to walk over there slowly. But by the time I got to him, he dropped the the my Crocs. So I was able to get it. He grunts. The dog grunts so loud. When I was in here yesterday morning, I didn't have the TV on. I was just scrolling on my phone when I got up, and I could hear him walking through the yard just as he walked. I thought, oh, my God, and he's a puppy. I know. I mean. Imagine when it's grown. Yeah. Mm -mm. I can't handle it because I'll be the one that gets attacked for sure. Right. Tell them about your uh, stories about getting attacked by dogs. I've been, (laughs) I've only been bitten once. It was by a chow, and it was directly on my right butt cheek. I saw a thing where it said, there's no such thing as a nice chow. That is for I mean, sure. They've never met a nice chow. I've known two in my entire life, and both were horrible people. What kind of dog was Will and Tisha's dog? Wasn't he a chow? Oh, no. He what was, was um, Jack. Yeah. Uh, he was not a chow. I can't think of what he was. But he looks like a chow. He looks like he would have been a chow. I think he was part Jack Russell and part something else. That's why oh, they named him Jack. Jack. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Jack Daniels. <laughs> no. I'll name my first dog after Jack. Okay. He was the fattest dog, but so cute and he so was. sweet. And I think he was blind and deaf, too. Well, yeah, he? I mean, he was like 100 <laughs> years old. <laughs> Everything that could have been possibly wrong with the yes. dog was wrong with that dog. But it never got him down. No, never. Never. And uh, remember, he still lived a full life. Remember <laughs> when we would be over there and... Um, He'd be trying to climb the steps. Yeah. And he, he, he couldn't. He, he couldn't climb so the fat. steps. He would just stand there and bark till you picked him up. I know. I had steps. to pick him up. <laughs> it's so pitiful, but he's he was such a sweet dog. He was so cute. I know. Oh, I did want to bring this up. Have you seen all the memes of that that um, cargo thing, the ship that got, oh, yeah. that got stuck? Mm-hmm. Do you know what that's about? I mean... Like what we're seeing on the news, what mainstream media is telling us it's about, or if what I think is about. you make a conspiracy about. out of this, I mean, I swear. I'm not making a conspiracy. I just do not watch mainstream media because I think that it is biased. So I do my own research on I don't things. watch any news. And so I have my own I love how you say I do my thoughts. own research. I do. I scroll through TikTok and let other people no, tell me what it's about. That is not sure. That is not the case. That's Allison's research. That is not the case. Okay, so tell me what. Uh, okay, so I'll tell them what it what news says it is, and then you'll tell me uh, what you think it is. Okay. Okay. That sound good. Okay, so apparently, from what I've heard, this ship somehow got stuck in some canal. The Suez Canal. Yeah, in some canal, and um, it's it's prevented a bunch of ships from passing through. And it's cost billions of dollars to uh, try and get it unstuck. And uh, it's caused a lot of delays. And that's all I know about it. Okay. And I'm not trying to get political. This is supposed to be a lighthearted, fun podcast. (laughs) I'm just going to say this. We're not going to go dark. I'm just going to say this. And everybody can do their own research. Okay. The call sign for that ship is Evergreen. Do you know who else's call sign was Evergreen? Um, Everlong by Foo Fighters. No. I'm being serious. No. Hillary Clinton. 
That's all I'm saying. Moving what on. What the fuck do does your that own, even mean? Do your own research. What does that people. even mean? Turn your TVs off. Don't go to Google and do your research. Go to an unbiased search engine and do your research. Moving on. Jess and I are going to Disney World on our honeymoon. <laughs> What does, wait, what does one have to do with the other? Like, what was on that ship? Moving on. What was, what was on it? Moving on. Oh my goodness. You're trying to keep fans and I'll be going to piss somebody <laughs> off and they'll cancel culture jazz jitsu podcast because his fiance she, I wish said they would something that they didn't like. I wish they'd cancel me. Okay. So moving on to other things that are not as political. Did you hear about Lil Boozy? Who slapped a guy in the face. I don't even know who Lil Boozy is. So okay, no. so he is a rapper. And he... Uh, uh, so I, I thought this was real to begin with when I first saw it. But he slapped the shit out of a guy in a in a uh, gas, uh, gas station. And um, so it turns out it was actually uh, where they were shooting a music video. And the guy was an actor. So for the music video, um, Boozy wanted to wanted to have it in there like slapping somebody, and he told this guy, you know, you. So let's set the scene. You walk up to me. It's him and little. It's him and the baby. And he's like, you walk up to me, and I'll slap the shit out of you. And he said, I'll give you five hundred some dollars. And so then, the guy walks up to him, and you see it on the video. He fucking winds back and slaps him hard as shit. And he said, and because I slapped you so hard, I'm going to give you a $54 tip. What? That's why I asked you earlier, would you let someone slap you in the face for $500? No. You wouldn't. No. You would not let someone slap you for $500. Do you know what $500 could get you? Yeah, but I could negotiate that to 1000 I think. You think At so? Least. Well, it's different because, and no offense, you're a woman. Exactly. None taken. So you could get more. Absolutely. it takes a lot. Now for 5000 Okay. Open hand. Smart. Yeah. I'll take it. That's hilarious because I would take the 500 Of course you would. You could slap the shit out of me for 500 Well. Now, it depends how big you are, too. Like, if it was boozy, I'd be like, yeah, slap me. He's like, he's like, uh, he's like my height and just as skinny, too. Mm-hmm. I'd let him slap me. Five hundred? Hell yeah! You know what I could do with that? I'd take that shit. Put it. Not go to Disney. (laughs) I'd take that shit. I'd put that in the damn S and P five hundred. Oh wow, boy! Double that shit. You know what I could get with that? Maybe, maybe a dinner reservation at uh, be my guest, be our guest. (laughs) Right. Because they're so expensive. Exactly. If I might be able to get you an has, appetizer. <laughs> as if anyone listening to this has never booked a trip to Disney, think long and hard about it. Because it's the most expensive trip you'll ever take in your entire life. I hope that it's going to be worth it. I hope so. I really hope so. Um, we were talking about that a couple um, a couple uh, weeks back about how, um, how expensive it is and how uh, we were like, is it too late to pull a Right. Out? Because this is getting ridiculous. Well, and it's just, I just wonder why it's so expensive. And then everything is not, like Florida is open. Like their DeSantis is like, we're we're doing this. Like we're back to normal. And then there's Disney World where you have to wear a mask. You have to wear a certain kind of mask. You can only take it off when you're standing still and eating. Like you 
they just there's so many rules. Everything's not open. Everything is social distanced. It's just so much, and then it's so expensive. You would think after being shut down for a calendar year, you know, they would do something. But I guess I mean they got to make their money back too. It's just expensive. It's a lot more expensive than I thought it would be. I guess. But I want to be like, come on, Disney. Because like. they're not offering the meal plan. I don't know what not offering the meal plan has to do with COVID. Right. It makes no sense to me. Who knows? So, we're going to spend a shit ton of money, and I'm just trying to come to terms with that. Exactly. But That's I'm just being I'm a little bitter, a little bitter about yeah, it Yeah, right I'm now. a little bitter about it. I'm not going to yeah. lie, because I think I'm bitter about it because we went to Vegas, and it was so cheap. Right. And... I'm going to Disney, and it's already costing me way more than my whole weekend in Vegas. Exactly. Way more. Yeah. So. It's crazy. But I'm not going to complain about it when we no. get there. When we get there, I'm No, when I'm there, I ain't going to give a damn. I won't. If we spend, you know, $1,000 on food, then that's just what we do. I mean. And I'm not going to think about honest, it. I'll probably spend $1,000. You'll probably food. spend $1,000 the first two days in food. Probably. I don't doubt that. They um they have this place called Gideon's Bakehouse where they have the gigantic cookies with the covered in chocolate chips. I cannot wait to try oh, yeah. those. And like each cook cookie weighs what three pounds? Two pounds? Three pounds? I think a pound and a half. Something like something that. Something like yeah. that. And then um the people that helped us book this trip said when they went in December the line was like three hours long, and you had to place your order online. And then they would, like, send you a notification when your cookie was ready and you came back and got it then. Are you fucking kidding me? No. So that's something that we need to pay attention to. It's like, apparently, when you're in the parks now, uh-huh. you have to do all of your ordering for your food online. Uh-huh. And then they message you when your food's ready and tell you where to come and pick it up. I it's mean, COVID. I, COVID restriction. I mean, I like that and Ugh, all, but I mean. the problem with that is going to be that it's going to take hours. Well, it's just going to take planning. And, and it you know, takes the... I don't know. What if we're in line to ride a ride and it takes 90 minutes in line instead of 30? But and you've my meal would have been food. ready at 45 yeah, minutes. I mean, it's just like, too much. Too much. That's the thing. It's and like, even the places that are quick stops, it seems like it's going to be a while. Even at the quick stops. Yeah. So don't are, even call it a quick stop. It's a stop. Well, the quick stops are the ones where you have to do your ordering online. And that's then ridiculous. I know. It's ridiculous. But... We're just going to complain now, and then when we get there, we're just going to roll with it and right. just, you know, take it all in. Right. <coughs> um, yeah. So, anyone that has any tips about Disney or anything, please let us know because um, we're, we've been running around like chickens with our heads, heads cut off because the uh, funny thing is Allison's been, but sh- there's so much new stuff that there she doesn't know everything and, well, and i've never been everything is so covety that you know they've changed um our friends brian and emily just got back today i think so we need to talk to them yeah see how and, things are and see what kind of tips they have for us that's the first time they've never been they took the kids right they surprised them for christmas and gave them that yeah so i hope it'll be i hope it'll be fine i hope there's no issue or anything right If it sucks and we don't want to do it, we'll just hang out at the pool. Because here's the funny thing, you know, I'm just going to say about COVID. You have to have your mask on everywhere, okay, whatever. But if you go to the pool at our hotel, you don't have to wear your mask. 
So when y'all leave and go to the parks, I might just hang out at the pool See all day. See what it is, Allison, is the chlorinated gases that come from the pool kill COVID. Oh, okay. And since they were already outside and sunlight kills COVID. Gotcha. Oh, wait, but sunlight's outside in the park, too, so. Right. Seems sure. odd. But it kills COVID. Gotcha. See, gotcha. that's the thing. That's why that. you don't need the mask. I see. Well, if I go missing while you are at the parks one day, check the pool first, because that's where I'll be. Right. I'll probably be somewhere where there's food waiting I'm 300 sure. Oh, you hours. can get food um, at the pool. Can I get anything? Well, anything like off the menu, I guess. Oh, I don't know about that. Mm, lame. Lame. Okay, so here's something I wanted to talk about. Okay. So, let's talk about when I came home. From? My private lesson today. Ugh, I was so irritated with you. So, guys... Here's some advice for y'all. If you're going somewhere and getting something to eat, get your wife or girlfriend something. I don't care what it is. If you think they're going to like that certain thing, get it. Because if you don't, you will feel her wrath. Here's the thing. So explain your side, Allison. Well, I don't think any of the guys listening to this need you to tell them that because they already know. Okay, so explain. Um, Explain what? That you went and got you lunch and then called me and was like, oh, I got me something to eat. Did you want something while you were on your way? Um, No, thank you. No, I, you know, that here's is what not I, what happened. He, here's what I don't want is to be an afterthought. How about that? Here's what happened. I got me something to eat and I stayed in the parking lot of cookout. So that I could go back through that's and get dumb. you something. That's dumb. Why? The fact that you have to ask me why that's dumb just makes you look dumb. Why is that dumb? Because why wouldn't you have just asked me before you went through the line? Well, see, that's the thing. That's what I wanted to bring up. So Scott had uh-huh. called me and said, hey, man, I got something for you. He said, "Uh, it's something for your wedding. And I was like, what is it, Scott? And so uh, I met up with him, and here's what he gave me. <laughs> I wanted to wait till we were on the podcast to do this. Here, catch. Oh my God. What is it? Do you know what that is? Oh, it's one of those sex pills. <laughs> That's that. This is what caused the argument today. Was it worth it? Because now you just look dumber to me than before. So he had called me. So he'd call me and said, hey, man, I got something for you. And he pulled out these freaking blue cheese and he said, hey, Randa, for your wedding. I was like, oh, my gosh, Scott, you're freaking dumb. And so you let this cause today's issue. No, I didn't let it cause it. And by the way, Blue Chew, they're a sponsor of the Avon podcast. And you know who they're going to be a sponsor of? This podcast. Oh, really? This message is Blue Chew. By Blue Chew. Don't you think that's hilarious? I mean, it's very Scottish, I would say. Huh? Scottish? It's very Scott-ish. But hilarious, I would say no. Well, that's Mm -hmm. rude. Well, I'm sorry. That is rude. And I also saved a life on my way home. So there's that. I saved a little turtle who was crossing the road, and he was stuck in the middle of the road. So did you bring him anything from cookout? Uh, no, hmm. I just saved his life. That's all. I mean, it's just a cup of ice. 
And I'd have been happy. Because that hurt my favorite Well, see, so here's the thing. You could have said that. The way you led the conversation, um, I already got me something to eat at cookout. But, I mean, if you want something, I can go back through the line. Mm, no, thank you. Why? I'm good. Why? Because I do not like being an afterthought. You should have said, um, okay, let me park and talk to Scott. And then when I'm finished, I'll go through the I'll call Allison back and see if she wants anything. And then I'll go through the line and get us something. How hard would that have been? Or lie to me and say, hey, oh, I'm at cookout. See, now that's the thing. I'm at cookout, um, even though you've already been through the line once and gotten you a bag of food. Say, hey, I'm at cookout. I'm going to grab me something to eat. Would you like anything? Well, see, that's the thing. Brown men don't lie. So. Oh, wow. So that's the thing. See, brown men don't lie. Okay. I, I'm an honest man. I see. So I come at you with nothing but honesty. I see. You know, I'm always going to keep it a hundred with you. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, maybe you needed this as a learning experience. A learning experience. That's what he does when he doesn't have a comeback. He just repeats what I say. Keep making noises. I'm going to get my bracelet and click it. <laughs> Don't you dare bring out that bracelet. So. Let's talk about why it, restaurants don't have crushed ice anymore. Crushed like ice. Like cookout. Crushed ice. A delicacy that not many people get to have. There used to be so many restaurants that had that kind of ice. And now, I mean, I can't even count five. Mayberry yeah. used to have it. They don't anymore. The hospital where I work has it. Well, that's part of probably one of my five. Reed's house used to have it. Sonic used to have it. Oh, well, now we don't even have a Sonic. Exactly. So. R- life ruiners. Right. It's really upsetting because that's my favorite kind. Right. Cookout has it. Apparently the hospital has it. Mm-hmm. Checkers in Madison has it. Mm-hmm. I've never been there. Mm, you don't know what you're missing. Let me guess. A hot dog? Don't you freaking dare. A yeah, they dog. have good hot dogs. Mm. They got really good ice cream from what I hear. I've mm. never had it, but people of with course. me have had of it. Of course you would try the one thing they're, you wouldn't try the one thing they're known for. Ice cream. Well, I'm just saying. I bet you're regretting it now, now that you want something sweet. When I get my restaurant. Oh, we're yes. gonna have crushed ice. Okay, so tell them who what what your plan is because they're gonna. Um, I hope they sponsor the podcast well, because if they don't throw some money our way, I'm gonna be upset. Once I get my business plan together, I'll share more. But I don't want to share it right now because it's not trademarked and somebody will steal it. Because we live in a world full of thieves, and they'll steal my idea, and then before you know it. They'll have opened their restaurant, and then no one want to come to mine. So let's just say. Hopefully, one day soon, there'll be another place to get a good quick meal in this town. Exactly. With crushed ice. Exactly. You'll be the new Sonic. Maybe. Will you have the footlong thing? Mm, No. No? No. I think you get in. When you start going crazy and doing a lot of things, you're going to lose some money. needs to be some basic things. For what I want, my vision, basic. Yeah, you want to be, um, you want to have good fundamental, exactly fundamental meals, exactly. So for the working man, exactly and woman, 
So something else I wanted to get into because we haven't really gotten a chance to talk about this, but someone who was very near and dear to our heart, Crystalia. Um, Where are we on that? Well, Where do we stand on that? We never got to really talk about it. You know, it's like when he came back, he came back and he kind of put everything out on the table, which I appreciated. And I was really, I'm really rooting for him anyway, just because I think he's super funny. But he's made a couple of a couple of videos that I didn't really like. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, that's just, that's my opinion. What didn't you like about them? Well, it was like, you know, he admitted when he came back with his apology video, he admitted that he cheated. Right. You know, multiple times, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's on him. But then it's like... I saw a video where he was, like, making fun of the fact that he did. Mm-hmm. And I thought either either you felt bad about it, because in, in the apology video, he felt bad. He won't, you know, wasn't going to do it again, yada, yada, yada. And then in this video, you're, like, making fun of the fact that you did it. Right. Like, which is it? Did right. you feel bad and want to move past it? Or are you still kind of relishing in it and, like, it's it's a, a funny joke now. It's part of your, your routine. Right. Where I stand on it is, you know, he had allegations that um, he had messed around not only with women out, uh, women outside of his marriage, but also um, underage girls. Right. It, it's, it's very weird for me to keep watching what he does and support what he does knowing that he really didn't apologize for that. You know, he said everything I did with those girls um, was consensual and it was agreed upon and it was illegal. But that's all he said. He never said, you know, I apologize for doing that. He only, he really, he really made it all about he cheated. He said he was addicted to sex and he, and he, uh, he was sorry for cheating on his wife well, really, what the air is not cleared about is not, did you cheat on your wife? It's, did you or did you not mess around with these underage girls? Because there's a lot of evidence that shows that sh- you messed around with some underage girls. Well, I don't know if there's evidence. Well, there's text messages. Well, there's, and I guess there is evidence. Yeah, that's know. come forth that uh, him, he, he, not, not that. What they made it, what they said was he was grooming, that he would talk to girls that were underage and he knew they were underage, but then, you know, not hit them up until they were like, you know, 18. They'd be so 16 his, and then talk to them. When his claim is everything he did was legal. Was it morally right? Probably not. But was it legal? He's, he's trying to say, it's almost like he's trying to say he won on a technicality. Well, which I mean, in the in the public space, doesn't look very well. Like, yeah, you may have gotten off on some charges, but still doesn't look very well. But he's admitting that he knew those girls were underage when no, he was talking to them? No, that's the problem. He's not admitting anything. Because that's what I He hasn't I addressed thought. it. And that's what I want him to do, is address it. Because I would have a much easier time believing you when you say, like, for example, Brian Callen. He had gotten accused of, um, I can't remember, the... Um, What's the proper term for it? Um, sexual misconduct with a mm-hmm. uh, female. And um, he straight up said, 
I did not do this, and I have the evidence for it. I did right. not do this. I am not guilty. And, you know, a lot of people told him not, not to say that, you know, just hide and not say anything. But he's like, I'm not fucking guilty. So right. I'm not going to, so I'm not just going to sit here and let you trash my name. I think that's what you do. I mean, that's what you do when you're innocent. Right. But when it came down to this Chris Delia situation, it's, it's hard rooting for him right now because he doesn't seem very innocent right now, if I'm right. being honest. Well, I don't think that he seems very genuinely sorry. Right. You know, if you, if you cheat and that's who you are and you can sleep at night, that's you. I have no judgment. I mean, you know me. I'm probably the least judgmental person when it comes to, to things. Mm. Don't you dare. Do you want to fight right here on the <laughs> podcast? Uh, physically fist fight. We can do that too. We will do that. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna come out and make it a point to do this big, huge apology, right. then change your behavior. Right. You know that that's that's the thing. Just change your behavior, and or just come out and be like, "I'm not sorry. I got caught. I'm sorry. I got caught." Right. And then keep doing you. That's your choice. My thing is when you're trying to dance around it and you're not really addressing it, but the elephant's still in the room. Right. And it's just awkward. Like, now I want to listen to his podcast and stuff. It's just awkward, you know? Yeah. So does he talk about it at all on his podcast? He'll talk about it every now and then. Like, he talks about how he's depressed and it's like, everyone hates me now. And I'm like, I mean, you caused it. You can't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's tough. I still like him, but. It's tough. It's tough being a. He's a funny guy. That's what's so. He's right super now. funny. I know. It's sad. It is. It when is. you first started that, when you said we lost somebody near and dear to heart, I thought you were going to talk about Gaga. Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Rest in peace, though, Gaga. R.I.P. Gaga. Even though I know that that's why Diesel barks randomly because he sees you. I was wondering if you were going to say that. I mean, I know that that's what it is. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, so crazy. And you know they see dog they say dogs see dead people. Oh my goodness. That's scary to think about. Yeah. It's like they have a sixth sense. Right. Well. Let's see what else we were gonna talk about. What else you got for me? What else you got for me? What do you think about Bruno Morris and Anderson Pack making a, a new group? Well, Do you think they're bringing back barbershop quartets? I hope so. God, I love I so. anything Bruno Mars does. I know. I mean, he could just record an album of singing happy birthday to different beats. And I'd buy it. I wonder, has he sung happy birthday and recorded it? <laughs> could know. you imagine how good that would sound? Mm, pretty good, I'm sure. Crazy. but He's just such a talented guy. I know. You know, like, he just, that's the thing, is he just spans all ages. Like, when we play Bruno Mars, like, well, before COVID, when we would play Bruno Mars at school dances, the kids, I mean, uh, these are elementary school kids, the kids would go crazy. You know, people my age go to, I mean, me and Amber went to a Bruno Mars concert. My daddy loves Bruno Mars. Like, he, when you can span that age range on multiple songs, Killing it. Like, right. he's just killing it. Right. And, I mean, I don't know him. He might be a shitbag, but he seems so <laughs> genuinely nice, too. I mean, like, That's on quite interviews a short shitbag. He just seems... Tiny shitbag. Like, such a nice guy. I know. Like, I want to hang out with him. You had told me his story 
um about how we got his start. What was it again? I have no idea Didn't what you're talking Didn't you say he about. used to play in uh <laughs> in uh, on cruise ships? I did not tell you that. Who Amber may have to probably Amber. Maybe Amber told me. And you me. know when Amber likes somebody, she researches the hell out of them. Well, see, what I had heard was that he got his start as a little boy and he would perform on cruise ships. Oh, wow. As like, you know, like acts. Like, yeah. you know, the um, you know, because you've been on one. Yeah. Um, they have several uh, people who uh, play steel drums yeah. and do stuff like that. And um, yeah, that's how he got his start, doing yeah, things like that. that. That's neat. Yeah. I mean, imagine that's where you got your start, and now you are, I mean, Bruno Mars. You're a household name. That's crazy. Yeah. And the fact that he can dance, too. I know. It's just, just everything about him I love. Right. I mean, it's just everything. And, you know, you don't know anything about Anderson Peck, but Mm-mm. he is very well known in the hip-hop uh, world. Oh. He, um, he used to do, uh, he used to rap. But uh, now he's inclined more towards singing, and I think that's that's really where he belonged in the first place because he wasn't that great of a rapper, to be honest, but he could sing his ass off. Yeah. So I think it's great that those two got together because they they complement each other very well. Well, that's good. They sound really good. I mean, I've only heard one song, but yeah. that song, they sound really good together. Yeah, they sounded really good. I like them. I like them a lot, too. How do you feel about Morgan Wallen? Who? Don't you dare. Who's that? Is that the mullet go? I will sit here in silence for the rest of this podcast if you act like that. Like you don't listen to Morgan Wallen. I don't know who that is. It's something about a wallet, right? Is that what he sings? <sighs> Your <laughs> listeners are over you, as am I. Allison, you quit trying to take over my podcast. I'm just going to get on my phone until you're ready to answer. Yes, I know who that is. Okay, and how do you feel about Morgan Wallen? I mean, it depends. What do you mean? His music? Of course. His mu- I don't know him as a person. Um, he well, seems like a good time. <laughs> His music, um, you know how I feel about country music. I'm not the biggest fan of it. Um, not my forte. Well. What about you? That speaks... A lot about your character. What about you, Allison? Tell me, who is Morgan Wallen? Um, I don't know him personally, but as far as his music goes, I think it's great. I love um, artists that write their own music. Right. I'm a big fan of that. And I know he doesn't write all of his own music, right. but the guys that he writes music with, I also mm-hmm. like a lot of their stuff. So, I like him. Yeah. He's got a bad rap. He's a party animal. He says right. things he shouldn't. I mean, it is what it is. Right, and I think that's the, uh, have you heard anything else uh, from him since then? No, I mean, he's still, his fan base, I mean, I guess pulled together and did what they do because he's still, like, he's broken all kinds of of records with mm-hmm. his album sales. Like, I think he broke one of the Beatles records not too long ago. Oh, wow. So. So. Where does he go from here? Well, Has he said I think he's all. Well, I don't think he's said much. I mean, again, everything is based on COVID, um, as far as touring and stuff. But you know, he kind of blew up over COVID. He blew up on social media. So that's interesting. Um, yeah. how he was he... just an opening act before COVID. He was an opening act. He so, was the guy with the mullet. 
so how did he blow up? <coughs> what was it? Was he posting clips on on? I think YouTube he was posting clips on TikTok, and then you know TikTok would take you know those little clips of his uh-huh. songs and put videos, and he just became so big, huh. and now. Now he's the headliner at all these country music festivals that are supposed to be coming in the summer of uh-huh. this year or, you know, some into next year. He's the headliner. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that'll be good. Yeah. Oh, no, you'll be glad once concerts come back. Oh, God. I'm going to have to go to another state to go to a concert this year. That's been made very clear, but I don't mind. I know. I had a concert lined up for June, and it's already gotten moved to next year. Well, I had a, we had... A, Eight concerts scheduled for last year. We got to go to one of them. They all got rescheduled to this year, and they're all getting rescheduled to next year. I think one, the next one that we haven't heard about is um, Thomas Rhett and Cole Swindell. Supposed to be July of this year, but I'm sure that's not happening. Yeah. Besides, Besides Morgan Wallen, who else is popping in the country world right now? I think you're normal. You're... Luke Combs, your Eric Churches. Has he come out with anything, Luke Combs? I know you really like him. Yeah, I mean, he came out with a new album over COVID. Mm-hmm. But people are a little mad at him. Why would he do? He hasn't really done anything, but when everything happened with Morgan Wallen, uh-huh. like he went back and apologized for some stuff that happened like five or eight years ago, something like that. Did anyone bring it up or he just brought it no, up on his own? No, he just brought it up on his own. Oh, shit. So he kind of, so, he called himself out. Well, I, I think that's where a lot of people were like, what you are didn't you have to talking do this. about? Like, just be quiet. Like, you know, that's the thing. I think a lot of people, celebrities and regular people like us, one person gets called out about something and then you, you know, it's okay to remain silent about some things. It's okay to just be quiet and listen and learn. And people don't do that. People want to stay relevant. They want to have their their hand in everybody's oh, business. I see. I see what you're saying. He was trying to use this as a ploy to stay relevant. Well, I think a lot of saying. I think a lot of country music artists did because sorry Morgan Wallen got so popular over COVID. I mean, he was taking over everything. Right. I mean, that's all people were talking about. Mm-hmm. Or the people. I mean, you know, the things that I see. I see. So, you know. Some people spoke out in support. Some people spoke out against. You know, that to me is irrelevant. Right. I believe sometimes it's just, it's okay. I don't think being quiet always means you're choosing a side. I think sometimes you have to be quiet to listen to both sides and learn. Right. I agree. And some people choose not to do that, which is whatever. No. It's whatever. I think it's important to stand up for the things you believe in. Well, look at you dropping some bombs on them. You know. Dropping some bombs on them. So, Allison, something I wanted to, something else I wanted to ask you about um, that you're very well versed in, mm. besides country music, <laughs> um, TikTok. What's the latest on TikTok? You what know, are What are some of the best videos you've seen lately? You know, I like. What are your favorite videos? My what do you watch videos on TikTok are when a lot? people fall. You know, that's what really? I like. My favorite videos to watch are when people. Are getting hurt. Not mm-hmm. hurt, hurt like dying, but you know, I love a good slipping on some ice. They're probably my favorite videos. <laughs> Those. I like Because secretly you see yourself in them. Yeah, because I fall a lot. It's really, I'm empathizing with these people. Exactly. Yeah. So, those are probably my favorite. Anything else you watch? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I watch, I got, I see a lot of political stuff on, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I like watching that. 
um, I don't know. You know, I love a good makeup tutorial. Oh yeah, you watch a lot those, of a lot I of the like makeup. a lot of those. I like a lot of the comedy stuff. What are some uh, What are some of the pages they should check out? Like some of your best the uh, the best ones you watch. Oh my god, I don't. Do know. you even know the names? N- not really. I just have some of the same people that that show up. I like the Hodge twins. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of their stuff. Um, the two Patriot sisters or something like that. I like Mel them. The Ride Alone crew. I watch a lot of their stuff. Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. No. <coughs> Udi and Georgia Landscaper and mm-hmm. Taco and Comedic Cody. I see. I like them. Um, that's kind of kind of my speed. Very cool. The ones I've loved to watch lately are, I can't remember his name. I think it's N-E-U Man. Is that the, yeah. Yeah, that's the guy that goes, I can take you there. I can take you there. Yeah. <laughs> I like I, lo- I could watch those videos all day like long. And see, that's the thing. Like, when this whole COVID thing started, Allison <clears throat> uh, watched a lot of TikTok. And I originally was against it. I hated it. I was like, this is so dumb. All y'all do is watch the same videos and doing the same challenges. It's so dumb. And then I was like, hang on, let me watch some of this. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Let's check this out. And now I'm hooked on it. Right. I don't get on it as often because I can see myself going down a, a black hole. Right. I do like to watch the dance and stuff too. Not like, mm-hmm. you know, the little girls dancing. Right. Um, but you know, I think that they're that it's funny to watch the people dance and mm-hmm. stuff like that. TikTok is got a lot of good um DIYs. Mhm. Oh yeah. So a lot of the wedding stuff I've gotten off TikTok. I've gotten a lot of uh food recipes off mm-hmm. TikTok. Mhm. Yeah, the shredded chicken that I do for meal prep during the week, mm-hmm. the crock pot, mm-hmm. TikTok recipe. TikTok recipe. Yeah. Yeah. A little TikToking. A little TikToking. Yeah. So um something I've done over the past week has been I've gone back and watched old superhero movies. <laughs> like I went back and watched all of the old Batmans, the uh Christian Bell ones. <clears throat> and I've on three, name the best Batman. One, two, three. Michael uh, Keaton. Um um what's his name? You Brad, didn't say Brad anything. Pitt. You're the what's worst at this game what's ever. His name? I, I, What's his name? Jesus. The Move one with on. the B. What's the star? Ben Affleck? Yeah, Ben Affleck. That's dumb. You know Move why on. he's my favorite now. Mm-hmm. Why on. is he my favorite? Because he speaks Spanish. Who cares? And I love that. Anyway. But he sucks, let's be honest. Christian Bale's the best ever. Ever. All right, move on. Continue. What was the next one? No, you ruined my whole entire game because you're supposed to say it at the same I time as me. I couldn't think of the name. Jesus. Don't you dare. Anyway, you've watched all of the superhero <clears throat> movies. I watched all. Uh, I watched a bunch of. No, I don't watch all of them, but I watched uh, several old superhero movies, and I watched all the Batman's, and I also watched all the old Spider-Man's with Tobey Maguire in it. Mm-hmm. And you know what these um, uh, old movies taught me? What's that? Never have loved ones. <laughs> okay, I don't think that you get that a choice in life. Never have loved ones because they always get involved every single time. Like, uh, I was watching Spider Man 2 and he was talking about how 
you know, I can't have Mary Jane know who I am, know who I am, because if she does, my enemies might come after her. Well, damn, they come after him anyway, because they know he takes pictures of Spider-Man. Right. I'm like, well, that taught me a great lesson. Never have to lie but once. Or just don't lie. Just be honest. Exactly. Allison, best Spider-Man. Go. Tobey Maguire. Exactly. Thank you. Hands down. Thank you. Yeah. And I can't. I couldn't remember if I told you this um, earlier in the week when I was watching them, but I used to think Kirsten Dunst was the hottest thing when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Because uh, the way she looked in the first Spider-Man, she had the red. She had like red, red hair. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, look at her. She all baddie. You're a ginger baddie. lover. No, it was. It wasn't so much. Oh, a, it's not. I'm not judging. It wasn't so much a ginger lover. There's a couple of gingers I think are hot. It wasn't so much a ginger. It, like she wasn't like a, towards two and three. She started to look like natural gingerish, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, I don't like that. I like when it was like red, red. Gotcha. I thought she was banging. I thought you had a crush on the Little Mermaid, too, didn't you? Little Mermaid. Ariel? Ariel. Eh, Ariel can get it. They can get it. You're disgusting. I'm trying to think. Back back in back in the day when I was a little kid, which... Uh, you better be thinking about getting ready to go to work tonight. How dare you? Don't you dare. But, um, I had watched those... What and uh, what did you do this week? This week, mm-hmm. I just went to work. First, first uh, day back for all the kids that chose to come back was this week. So it was a good week. It was long, just like the longest week of my entire life. But it was it was a good week. What um, what was it like having the kids back? It was wonderful. Absolutely great. Was it easier um, doing your job, having the oh, kids Oh, gosh, home? yes, yes. It was so much easier to weed out who was missing and who needed to be called or a home visit done. It was so, easy, so much easier this week. Yeah. Which, not just, that's not, not why I'm, I'm glad that the kids are back, to make my life easier. I just think that they need to be back. Yeah, it's you know, going to be easier on everyone. they for an entire year now, and they need to be back. They need, you know, some of our kids have just been raising themselves for the last year. And right. they, they need to be back. Some structure, some interaction with some positive adults. Right. It's a good thing. That's why I'm glad uh, my two sisters have decided to go back uh, into school because um, you get that social interaction, mm-hmm. you know. And their first day back is Tuesday. Right. Oof. Yeah. It pains me to think that they're getting older. Well, beats the alternative, so. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go dark there. I'm just saying. Way to go dark there. And uh, my sister Aries, uh, she just recently got her first job. And she's killing it. She's very excited about it. She is killing it. Shout out, Aries. I know you'll be listening to this. Right. And she's... Working hard, making good money. Making that money. Scooping that ice cream. Right. If anybody's needing a little refresher in the afternoons, run by mm-hmm. Mayberry. Get you a little <laughs> cone of cream, a little a little lick of cream at Mayberry. <laughs> Aries will scoop you right up. Scoop you right up. So something else I wanted to get into. What did you think of uh, rumors of Kendall Jenner might be pregnant? I'm down. 
Did you hear about that? Mm, well, I knew that she. I, I don't. I think that they're just rumors. Now I could be wrong, but the mm-hmm. last episode of the Kardashians that aired mm-hmm. was all about her wanting to have a baby and babysitting all of her siblings' kids as like, "Hey, this is what it would be like." So right. I don't know if she. There's rumors that she's pregnant, or as the media does, they saw that and jumped and ran with it. Right, just saw it saw yeah. it as an ap- opportunity yeah. to. But I mean, she's grown and she's rich, and I mean, if she wants Why to have not? a baby, have a baby. I mean, well, she's so here's got my thing. a whole she team dating? of nannies that can take care of that baby. I'm sure. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, she used to date an NBA player, but I don't know if they're still together or not. I don't know. Right. I don't know, but I'd seen a thing where uh, TMZ had said uh, Chris had posted or something. Or commenting on Kendall's thing saying, you know, you've got this. And it was a bunch of baby baby emojis or something like that. I don't know. That's all I've heard of it. You know, I don't watch much of that coverage. Much of that coverage. Yeah. Well, I believe our time has come. I believe so. Yeah, i got to be heading to work soon, so. i got to be heading to bed. Right? It's already... T- 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. We've done about an hour and a half. Nice. So that's been good. Well, if you've, if you've pushed through and you're still hanging on, we appreciate you. Right. We appreciate you for caring about what we talk about. <laughs> Again, if you have any Disney World tips, hacks, tricks, let us know. Exactly. If you want any relationship advice, please hit let us me up. Know. Send your <laughs> questions in. Uh, you, I doubt you want any advice from me, but I can give you a neutral party's opinion. A neutral party's opinion. <laughs> Send in your questions now at 1-800-ALLISONAFTERDARK. Right. right. Or if you're listening to this, you probably know me. Just text me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Allison, I appreciate you being on again to oh, discuss all the latest topics. And uh, we'll be seeing you guys. Peace.